Now, all discipline, while it is happening, does indeed seem painful, not enjoyable. But for those who have been trained by it, it later produces its peaceful fruit, which is righteousness. So, strengthen your drooping arms and steady your tottering knees and make a level path for your feet so that what has been injured will not get wrenched out of joint but rather will be healed. It is very difficult to assimilate the above words, especially when you are being corrected or criticized over something that you did or you did not do. So, today we're going to be talking about how to listen to criticism, how to carve out the excesses and get the real gold, how to peel back the layers to reveal the germ or the gems in corrections, in advice and in, you know, bringing out faults in one another. Thank you for joining me today on Versations with the Sass. It's amazing having you here after how many months now? <laughs> All right, since me, right? And it's amazing to have you because I know that you're giving your time, you're giving your effort to listen to this. And I truly pray that this blesses you immensely. Like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about carving out the excesses there is one thing i do not like like it's one of those things i don't like so in fact i'm just like when people start doing i'm like okay please 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 please, just just let me be and that is corrections because in my head i did it right or in my head i know i didn't do it well and then someone is like why did you do this thing like this why why didn't you do it why why is it like this and then immediately I zone out because I'm like a big, I can't deal with this. It's later on I begin to see, okay, reasons like, okay, I should really do this or do that. But in the moment of the correcting or the corrections, like, I'm so not there. And I know I'm not alone. <laughs> yes, I know I'm not alone. But like I said, today we're going to be talking about owning our goofs, our slips and our big excesses and we have to understand that it's a difficult thing to do especially when we are on that uh, on that cruise of we did this right but but wait let me let me justify something you know there are persons that try to correct us in order to show others that they are right or to show others that they are superior or those that move from they started well they're advising you well like ah you were ready to change for the better and then they just come from another angle again and immediately they do that you're zoned out you're like i can't even listen to this again if your advice if your correction is going to be turned into an, a form of embarrassing me or if it's going to turn into um, a kind of shade or shame or something then i'm not cut out for it there are persons like that they start off so well so amazing they start off with telling you, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, next time do this, and all of a sudden, they will now shift. And you're like, no, 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 I can't listen to this again, like, you've lost me. Those are persons, they are persons like that. But another question, those persons that talk like that, 
sometimes of course it's natural to zone out but if the 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 real focus of this podcast today is to try and tell you that regardless of what people are really saying try and carve them off sometimes the enemy tries to compound and fail your breakthrough through advice with a lot of you know unnecessary a lot of jones so you have no choice now but to leave that advice because it's riddled with so much things you hate but what i'm saying is this carve out those excesses remove the you know when people are mining for diamonds there's always going to be dirt on it or you know mining for different things there's always going to be dirt on it so it is your job to remove those dirt you can't say because a diamond has so much, so much sand or gold has so much sand or for those who plant um or this for example this yam or whatever that really does goes deep in the soil uh, because it's really so much dirt i can't use it no way no you go ahead and you remove the dust you wash them off to reveal what exactly you're looking for and then you end up using them and that's the same thing for you know fixing our excesses listening to advice it is difficult at, at first it is but at the end of the day it brings in so much fruit if you learn and understand that people always add their jara to whatever they're telling you it's for you to sieve it out you might be like this why can't they be sensitive to know that what they are saying is is annoying like someone can be like just give you an advice or eh, i don't think you should um, you know uh, dress like this today you know of course it's your body of course you want to do do you but if you really look at what that person is saying it might not be dressing just i don't know just think back to when someone has told you something it might not be dressing but then they turned you off with the way they said it or they said it in a way that makes it unbearable you can uh, of course you've zoned out but you can go back and truly listen i'm like okay let me see what i can yeah exactly look at what you can pick from that look at what what you can um you can get out of that because at the end of the day it might not just be about you most times the advice you are giving of course it can be from a place of jealousy of course it can be from a place of let me show her let me tell her in front of all these people that yeah and then you're like nah some but the best thing in life is when people tell you things and how you can make yourself better regardless of how they tell you of course telling the way they tell you matters but just get what you can pick what you can and move on and of course the words they say can be so terrible and traumatic but it is our own good for us to save it and save it well now i am not making a case for those people who do not know how to give their advice or say their mind now all i'm saying is this those are those persons that are part of your part of this your story regardless of anything your story has them in it already but that once once upon a time this person that person told me this told me that so that's exactly what i'm trying to say now at the beginning of this podcast i read out the scripture and that's from hebrews 12 Hebrews 12 and that passage is just talking about how we must learn, how we must understand the power of discipline 
now discipline regardless of whether we feel we deserve it or not of course it is indeed painful if you remember the beating you, re- you received as a as a child at that point we're like this person is not my parent like especially my mom oh my goodness <laughs> once she tells you when you're finishing what you've you've done when you've been in the world okay and she says she told you enter the house once she tells you enter into the house and her hand is behind her back just just offer your life as a living sacrifice to the lord because you're going to receive as in a beating like never before so that is what i'm saying but at that moment the discipline seems very painful not enjoyable but at the end of the day the discipline creates your values creates your principles it establishes your boundaries and gives you lessons consciously and unconsciously for example there are things i know i can't do not because i don't want to do them but because they become part of my value system i cannot see myself doing them not because someone will come and beat me but because it's just how it has been carved into me now of course i know we say eh did you have to beat me i would say spare spare the rod and spoil the child spoil the child eh and some people have said oh don't assault the child don't do this there are some things that are necessary of course and also let me also draw the line yeah persons most of us when talking to children we use languages of course you're trying to discipline them but you must draw the line between what you have said or what you want to say and your reason for saying it even in your heart of heart this addition you want to add to this advice you want to tell this child or this coding you want to tell this child if you know it's going to be extra if you know it's going to be traumatic please don't say it because regardless of how painful and enjoyable or, or not enjoyable discipline is you end up also scaring the child or scaring the person if you do not know how to you know marshal out your points or say what you want to say now for those of us because regardless of where we are on the side of the equation we've been on both sides before we've been the one issuing this coding or the advice or discipline and we've also been at the receiving end before you give out any advice i think you, you need to have a thought process i need you i think you need to you think about what you're doing i think you need to really ask yourself okay what exactly is the end goal for what i'm doing why am i doing this why am i telling this person why am i telling this person in this manner why am i not waiting for later why am i telling people in why am i telling this person in the midst of in the midst of people why uh, why you have to understand your why it is when you understand your why you cannot sit down and tell the person or call the person or even call the person in, in public and you know praise the person first and then tell the person if your advice is going to be tearing the person down like i don't know i don't know what you've just done but nah it's a no for me so carving out the excesses also must not you must not because you feel okay the person should just pick what i've said i beg i was very angry when i said it you also owe a duty of care to whoever you're advising to give it after the person starting the person's pattern and personality to give it out to the person in a way that the person doesn't feel attacked but the person feels corrected so far says i'm always saying this uh, must we always do it uh, they say correct in love no we must just show the person because this is wrong 
sometimes so sometimes not a lot of us overdo this thing a lot of us especially on social media you see someone doing something and you bash and destroy the person's spirit even if the person did something wrong mm-hmm. can't you give it out in the way that the person feels okay like a human being must you dehumanize and demean that person's character so mind you i'm coming from both sides of the coin the side that needs to take whatever is given and carve out the excesses and the side that gives off this advice you have to be sensitive you have to be you have to be appealing you i didn't say water down okay it may not be like say i don't talk and well or you don't have to water down what you're saying to reduce the effect in fact you don't need to water down the effect of what you're saying you can give the person just to correct the person but it is the tone the way you do it like there are persons that no if you correct them and there's some this is very annoying thing people do they would embarrass you or correct you in public and then later they not come and meet you in private and come and tell you hey you see what i did was in love uh-uh go back in public and do that so that the person the person you know gets back their dignity and all so that is it right there so in summary yeah in summary it's not so long i know right but in summary i want to leave us with hebrews 11 5 and 6 that talks about discipline and how we shouldn't despise discipline now hebrews 12 i mean to say has a lot of talk hebrews especially in hebrews 11 5 to 12 i think so 5 to 12 talks about discipline talks about what we must do to be disciplined our reactions to discipline so it's hebrews 12 verse yeah five to yes 11 not 12 i just say 11 yeah so hebrews 12 5 to you know 11 that talks about discipline how we should not despise it now in conclusion like i said earlier i would be i want us to also go back from human corrections to um human corrections compassing encompassing our parental discipline our um correction from loved ones relatives and then just opposing it side by side with god's correction and this i would do with this particular passage it says that regard your endurance as discipline god is dealing with you as sons for what some for what son goes on disciplined by their father all legitimate sons undergo discipline so if you don't you are a mamza and uh, okay this translation is from the complete jewish version or the complete jewish book and mamza in other in other scriptures mean bastard mm-hmm. so it says if you do not undergo discipline if god doesn't really prod your heart and prune you and tell you and you know that means you're not his son and furthermore 
we had physical fathers who disciplined us and we respected them how much more should we submit to our spiritual father and leave for they disciplined us only for a short time and only as best as they could here is my emphasis it says but god disciplines us in a way that provides genuine benefit to us and enables us to share in his holiness so let's look at human um, discipline our parents our loved ones our church members our mommy to our mommy to praise and daddy to praise our mommy to praise like they're trying to tell you oh you shouldn't have do, done that or why you know so okay my our, my mommy do praise and daddy do praise in the church are those people that now they're going to tell you their mind whether you like it or not and you must get it regardless of the you know brush and harsh manner they 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 met it out to you so let's talk about the comparisons so our physical fathers are fixed when physical fathers include our parents our relatives those those around us yeah but you know close to us or distance uh-huh. okay say so furthermore we had physical fathers who disciplined us and we respected them but he says that the difference between their discipline and God's is that they disciplined us only for a short time and only as best as they could meaning that the best that they could was based on their orientation when they were growing up a lot of parents and a lot of persons do not know how to converse a lot of elderly ones do not know how to share their advice or share their peace of mind they tell you as if this if you don't you're you're an infidel or you rebel the way they give it is so it's just not you know ideal and it but it is not their fault it is based off of the offshoot of where they're coming from and it is the best that they can do and if you notice other people they may have a best interest at heart too but it's how they've been trained it's how they got it that giving it to you and that is why it's breaking us back to the fact that do not really take those extra words they put around their advice hook line and sinker save it out for in even in the midst after the dust out out of the brushness lies the gem of what they're really trying to tell you which is this change be better they want you to be better they want you to succeed they want you to change they want you to just you know live a worthy life so this is only as best as they could and do not forget that human human's best is very low it's poor especially when it is not aided by the word of god especially when it is not aided by the assistance of the holy spirit the holy spirit changes a lot of things it makes things refined it makes things pure it makes everything classy as far as i'm concerned yes so when parents when you when you and i when we do things only the best as we can it is already flawed because the best that we can without god is the worst that can ever be even the worst that we are with the Holy Spirit becomes the best. So what do I want to say? This is another addition. When you want to correct someone, always pray that the Lord blesses you with the best of advice to give people. Because a lot of persons are walking on the road today, dejected, traumatized, with low self-esteem and complexes because of the way they were advised or they were disciplined and they were told. And they didn't have that consciousness to sieve out the excesses and live their lives. Neither did they have that sensitivity or the emotional realness or strength to to decipher exactly what was being told 
Now, let us look at God's discipline. Say, God disciplines us in a way that provides genuine benefit to us and enables us to share in His holiness. So, there is a the difference between God's discipline and human discipline is the length. The length. How one is temporal and one is permanent. Our parents, our loved ones, those who have corrected us, whether in love or in hate, too, they will go. They are going to die. They will leave us. But you see, God, He goes through with us through thick and thin. So those people that disciplined us as best as they could, their time will come. They will leave either um, physically or spiritually or they, you know, maybe change locations or circumstances will change and then we'll be left alone. But God here does not discipline us the best he can because it's the best of everything. He disciplines us in a way that provides genuine benefit. Yes, that provides genuine benefits. Another passage says, In the case of our human fathers, they punished us and we respected them. How much more then should we submit to our spiritual father and leave? Our human fathers punished us for a short time, as it seems right to them, but God does it for our own good, so that we may share his holiness. We know God is very holy, and that is why in the passage in the Bible today, in the scriptures, both New and Old Testament, we have principles, we have Ten Commandments, we have even a lot of Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, there are a lot of preceded and precisions in commandments and instructions given by God, which we are to live by, regardless of whether you feel they are Old Testament or not, they are part of His instructions to bring us close to holiness. And these things also even in the new testament also we see things in colossians 3 in philippians in ephesians things that are brought by instructions that are brought to us to help us to live according to the way to the will and manner of god so in all what am i trying to say as christians we will go through discipline we will go through times and seasons where God will prune us. Do not despise those times. In fact, with God's discipline, there's no excesses to cut off because God does not add more, more to the advice and the correction or discipline than you need. He gives it to you like that. Take it. The cutting of excesses are for us as humans, one to another, who may in our discipline or in our trying to correct him, add our own emotional bias to the advice. Those are the ones that will collect, that will have to sieve or carve out the excesses. As Christians now, we'll go through discipline, we'll go through times and seasons that warrant the discipline of God. Do not despise those, those times because it's like passing you through fire that at the end of the day, you come out refined and purified. So understand this, the principles of God's discipline and the principles of man's discipline will never be the same, but they are aided to help us to develop values, to develop character and develop principles a principled system that is unrivaled regardless of whether they are looked down or looked down upon by the world or not is to live our lives because like they say heaven is the goal so i am going to leave you with this again 
from 11 um, verse 5 and 6 from Hebrews 12 it says my son don't despise the discipline of Adonai or become despondent when he corrects you for Adonai disciplines those he loves and whips everyone he accepts as a son this is what you must tell yourself as you go out today as you've come in as you're listening about the tornado for bed regardless of when you hear this understand that the discipline of god is for your correction discipline of man might be for correction but sometimes it's always added with a lot of jaras so it's for you to carve them out i really hope that this podcast has touched you has spoken one way or the other to you to change you if you are part of the of our group that makes out correction in a way that is really demeaning or you're part of that group that needs to have that emotional strength and willpower to cover the excesses to truly find the advice because a lot of persons are on a path that they never want to listen to anyone because of the way someone told them something some have left the church left their choir left their walking post because of the way someone told them it's not about the person it's about what god is trying to use that person to tell you because sometimes um okay there was a time that i was corrected about something and the person added so many things and i'm like are you kidding me and then i got this inkling that do you think it's everybody i instruct to tell you that tells you exactly what i want them to tell you they add their own jara so just save it and take what you're supposed to so i really pray that this has done well for you do not forget for sessions with the size of the podcast that helps us to know the mind of god in order for us to live a worthy and fulfilled life a life that is filled with principles and values regardless of whether you see them as old school or outdated but they are still remain the principles of god now let me recap now all discipline while it is happening does indeed seem painful not enjoyable but for those who have been trained by it it later produces its peaceful fruit which is righteousness so strengthen those dripping arms steady your tottering knees and make a level path for your feet so that what has been injured will not get wrenched out of, jo- of joint but rather will be healed for all those who have been traumatized or are sick emotionally based on how you were corrected or what you were told either in public in private or the manner in which you were told i pray for healing at this point and for those who are going through a disciplined time a pruning time i pray that the lord will strengthen your drooping arms and steady your tottering feet so at the end of the day you produce a peaceful fruit and live in righteousness have a wonderful day and stay blessed bye